astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about the upcoming eclipse. Yay! It will, be, yeah. <laughs> um, it will be happening on November 19th of this year, and so when you're listening, I know it'll be the end of August, and you might be thinking, wait, yeah. what, what is November 19th? Why, why are we talking November, right? <laughs> right. Um, but we do put a 90-day orb on the eclipses, so we feel like if we were putting this out the week of November, most people would say, all right, that already happened. Thanks. Next. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this way we thought we can bring it to you early, maybe just mark your calendars for no- November 19th. But by the time you hear this, we will be in that 90-day window to start feeling these energies come through. Absolutely. And the lunar eclipse, as we know, generally refers to, number one, about seeing something very clearly. It's like finally realizing, oh, the carpet needs to be vacuumed. You finally mm-hmm. see it, you know, and then you, okay, let's do it now. Well, so it's putting light on something to take action. It's now evident. Absolutely. For some people who just don't see it, of course, they oftentimes get a big shock or surprise when things fall apart at the last minute. Yeah. Then generally they go, oh yeah, all the clues were there. I just didn't see them or I didn't think about them or something like that. So that's, that's what I like to talk about. We like I mean, we like to forecast, right? Absolutely. We like to talk about things that we feel are in the in the stages of development. And I think we work on the basis, I know I do, that that's helpful to, have, to put that thought into someone's head that something challenging is coming mm-hmm. or something great is coming, right? That they can start adapting and making other side small choices that will assist that. Absolutely. Well, and I think one of the big examples that we're going to give is already in the works. Yeah. So I think that like, you'll be surprised that these energies really do start 90 days out. Yeah. So yeah. before we continue on our talk today, we are actually going to hear from one of our sponsors. Hello, I'm Jennifer Simons, and I help people create self-awareness through self-care. If you are feeling overwhelmed, disconnected, emotionally, mentally scattered, I have created a Reiki and massage combination session just for you. By creating a safe space for you to show up without any expectations, just as you are, so that you can ground again. My Las Vegas friends, you can book your sessions at jennifersimons.com. And for anyone outside of Las Vegas, you can sign up for Distance Reiki at my website, jennifersimons.com. I would love to work with you and help you feel more in balance again. When you sign up, let them know mom and me sent you. Thank you. Okay, welcome back to our lunar eclipse talk. We are going to be discussing today how their lunar eclipse will be affecting the United States as well as our president. Yes. Um, and then we president will. President Biden. Yep. Yeah, and then we will end with how it'll be affecting each of the signs. Absolutely. Okay, great. So if you've listened to some of our previous Eclipse podcasts before, we do want to just share a little history. Again, sometimes it takes a couple times to hear these thoughts before they really sink in. 
But if it sounds familiar, there will be just a little repeat here as we just talk about the importance of eclipses, you know, in our um, lineage, I guess, how we've seen them play out. Right, because in May, as recently as May, we had we had a lunar eclipse, uh, and it was a uh, uh, five degrees Sagittarius, and we spoke about it. And well, now we have another one approaching. This one's going to be at 27 degrees of Taurus. It's not going to actually happen until November 19th, as we said, but about 90 days ahead of time, which would be August. You know, you're starting to feel it. So some people, I don't know, some people do their work fast. You know, right. some people are quick on the on the uptake. Other people are a little bit slower on the uptake. So somewhere in this window, you're going to find yourself making some significant choices or decisions or events that you know, maybe you didn't want to happen even, are happening, but you kind of saw it coming. Well, it could also be that if it's activating a sensitive point in your chart, oh, you're yeah. probably, maybe not necessarily doing your work faster, but you're, <laughs> you're feeling, feeling it, it. You're feeling it first. Faster. Yeah. Um, whereas maybe if it's not activating anything personal in your chart, you still might have breakthroughs, but they might not be as significant for people who, again, they're getting those direct activations. Absolutely. So if you know your chart, um, you know, all the degrees in your chart, you could look to see where does 27 degrees of Taurus fall? Mm -hmm. Is it activating a planet or is it just hanging out, you know, in the middle of one of the houses? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Well, you know, um, lunar eclipse have a whole history of people getting like, oh, a lunar eclipse. It does just sound scary, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, We know that means it's a full moon, which there's a natural kind of a culture associated with that idea that full moon, like, the crazies come out or uh, weird things happen, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, so we recognize that, you know, okay, they can be a little scary for some people. But I do uh, uh, think it's important that uh, uh, just to think of the timing of it. I think we've, I think actually we've covered that already, that the idea that it's, 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 if you're aware of it, there's nothing scary going on. Right. Yeah. Well, let's go back to the idea about the kings and queens, because I think that's really interesting. It does. The eclipses have a long association with the idea of the the royal families. And oftentimes it's associated with the thought that maybe a a royal person even descends off the throne or dies or there's some shift in leadership under this window. And that really is going back to ancient times. Yep. So last time when we were talking about this in May 26, we saw the passing of Prince Philip. And he was in that six-week window of... Uh, the eclipse. And I think last time we went through all of the um, the people that were born on eclipses. So I think we had oh, it, um, it, it, Kate Middleton. Yes. And I think uh, one of the babies that was just born. Mm-hmm. That Their son. Their son. Royalty has a tendency to really work like clockwork with deaths, births, and changing of titles right. in the royal family. And that kind of brings us to what's going on now. So if we're, again, we're looking at 27 degrees Taurus, okay, which one of the royal families is sensitive to 27 degrees Taurus? Oh, Prince Andrew, who's back in the news, right? He's being, um, a civil lawsuit he's being pulled into over the Epstein matters. Mm -hmm. And um, Prince Andrew has a 25 degree Scorpio moon. So dead on in opposition to that moon. Right. And isn't it interesting, Kate? Scorpio moon. I know. Scorpio does rule the sexual organs, sexual activity, secrets. Yeah, things you've gotten away with for a long time that have been buried. Yes. And here comes Prince Andrew. So, okay, if Prince Andrew was your client, Kate, what would you be saying to him right now? (laughs) 
that something Prince, might Prince surface. Prince Andrew on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that something might surface, that something might come up from the past that you have to deal with. Yeah. That would affect you on a very personal level, maybe a very emotional level, even a financial a level. A financial level, absolutely. I bet that, I mean, we're speculating, total, total speculation, yeah. but the palace may be counting how much How much <laughs> is this going to cost us, how much are we willing to pay for this to go away. Right. I, don't, I don't know that that money would be the I answer. I mean, we don't agree one. with that. No, <laughs> we don't agree we with do that. Not, but I'm yeah. sure there's somebody thinking that way. Absolutely. But anyhow, that's Prince Andrew. This is not great news for him. No. Because why? Because it's already the problem. In August here, we're now, this has happened. Right. So is it going to get wrapped up nice and fast and disappear? No. Yeah. Well, I would think we would have a pretty clear answer of how it's going to play out by that November um, 19th date. Yes, I totally agree with that. And it could easily by, it could all be resolved by October-ish. I mean, just working with my clients, very seldom, very seldom is it the last day. Is it the day of the lunar eclipse and go, oh, what happened today? No. No, they generally say, oh yeah, it happened a month ago. Yeah. Yeah, we've moved, we've had to, this has happened, this happened. So most people are a little bit ahead of the curve. Absolutely. So when we talk about other things with um, the lunar eclipse, so because you had mentioned it's a full moon, mm-hmm. I know full moon practices have become very um, popular. Yeah, maybe. almost the norm. Right. And so what are your thoughts about manifesting during lunar eclipses because i feel like there's been a lot of astrologers that have come out and said don't um, manifest under the eclipse season because eclipses can be rather volatile they can have kind of almost a flip in circumstances they can um, reveal some things that maybe we didn't know about Mm -hmm. and so they're kind of cautioning maybe don't use this time to manifest new things maybe just use this more as a quiet reflective period right I don't know if and, you have any thoughts on that. Well, I feel that it's supercharged. Yeah. My, my, my take on it is. So I do not, uh, I see it still as a great time yeah. to be uh, setting intentions. I mean, we know the full moon is not the time to set intentions. It's the new moon we think of as setting intentions. But the full moon is, uh, you know, if you want to charge something yeah. up, you know, put, put your crystals out. Yeah, I think it's, to me, it's like, you know, when you have a really strong battery and you really can charge things. I like a Quickly. new phone oh, when yeah. it charges up so oh, fast, yeah. you know, okay. versus a three-year-old phone and it takes the whole night That's to true. get it back charged up. So okay. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a, uh, okay. I'm a There's fan. a lot there. Uh, People, I see people do it both ways, but it has been something that I feel like has been coming well, up Well, that's because more. that scare, that scare factor has always been associated with lunar eclipses. Yeah. Like someone's going to die, something's right. terrible is going to happen. <laughs> It's a shift, though. It, it is, is a shift. It's like when we all agree it happened. We can okay, it's happened. Yeah. So I maybe think some words are a word of advice from that, just because I there I have been having a lot more people reach out about what do I do? I'm getting conflicting information about mm, this. Mm-hmm. That because it is more of a supercharge. Yeah. I would only use the energy if you either really know what you want, you maybe have a good understanding of what you're doing. Right. <laughs> Right? Just because it is a little bit more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about, um, we've talked about the royalty side. We'll we'll switch maybe over to, I'm going to lightly use the term, our royalty, meaning our government. Yes, our government. Um, And we have to look at uh, Joe Biden's chart. 
um, to see what he's going through. And it's interesting because the last time that we um, experienced the same lunar eclipse at the same, I don't know, was it the exact same degree? It's the exact same day, okay. different year, of course, and same degree. Okay. This is a 19-year cycle. Okay. So October of 2002. So right. as you're listening, just mm -hmm. you could start thinking about what was going on mm -hmm. with you in October of 2002. Right. Um, but what is interesting is Joe Biden made was part of a decision in 2002 that really affected. He was a senator. Yeah, that really affected all of us. Yes, he did. So it is interesting to look at Joe Biden's chart and the United States because mm -hmm. his decision did affect us to see what we are going through in the collective. Um, what's going what's going on in the headlines as we speak true. yeah right so october 2002 um he was one of the senators that gave now he was one of 77 so okay. it wasn't him totally that was the one but uh they gave president george bush yeah authority to move into iraq yeah yeah really the beginning of the whole thing that led to the afghanistan war right so isn't it interesting? Here I we think are. we need to bear that again. I know. We're here so the coming last up time. to November 19th, 2002, 2021, where yeah. we're coming, going to right now, is linked to October 2002. So it just all I needed to do, to be honest, I Googled, okay, United States, October 2002, what's going on, you know, with Biden. Yeah. And there he goes. He's, and, and to be honest, I mean, to be more detailed, he didn't want to sign it. He was trying to look for something with limited powers, more limited powers, not broad powers, but it didn't work. So he signed on. Now, as recently as 2005, just three years later, he regretted it. He, and he publicly said that he regretted it. Okay. So, okay, he was, but the point was, he, whatever, it was he done. went with it, yeah. he, you know. Um, and so here they are today. He's the president, of course, that is going to. There's going to be some sort of closure or bookend to book decisions that was, that was made in October of 2002. Yeah. yeah. So this is a really, this is obviously a really hard and big bookend. Right. And so as you're listening, right, right. We're talking about war, right? With yes, Biden. We're, talking about war. we're also trying to have people listening relate to how they're yes. living it out. So well, and just be aware, he's a public persona. Anyone who gets into an elected position, particularly in, in when we think democracy, mm -hmm. when people give their vote, they're giving power. And then those people in public, whether it be an Oprah, whether it be, you know, someone who's just Brittany. the old, the old, Brittany, yeah, great example. Yeah. They take on, they do take on superpowers. They, they, they start reflecting the collective. Yeah. And so their storylines just mushroom. They're huge stories. True. So, um, yeah. Okay. So with that, now we're 90 days out from the lunar eclipse and Biden's administration has made a, a vote or mm -hmm. I don't know, yeah. a, no. <laughs> to pull out of Iraq. So yeah, if uh, you, Afghanistan, but sorry, again, yeah. it's they're interrelated. Yeah. We know okay. how complicated that story was. Okay. And then when you look at and get okay, that's just taking just the dates and looking at Biden's. But in Biden's chart, this um, lunar eclipse is opposing his son exactly, kind of just like Prince Andrew, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And also his Venus, and it also sits on one of the angles of his chart. And we haven't talked too much about this, but the angles of the chart. And some of you who don't know astrology mean angles. You're talking about a circle, 
What are the angles in a circle? Well, it's the first, the fourth, the seventh, and the tenth house cusp. The the kind of the thing that the circle hangs on. Yep. Right, the cross. The cross in the middle. So to speak, in the middle. And um, so that's very personal. Very personal. I was going to say, if we compare it to the moon, like we Mm -hmm. saw um, in the other example... Um, the moon is more of the security and the money and, you know, a little bit of the hidden and the sun, you know, I think he has to kind of put his face to it and stand up and take ownership. Of course, you could talk about ego with that. I don't know if that, Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. that is Mm -hmm. playing into it, but there's sun requires action. Right. Right. And being the face of it. Right. Whereas in our other example, um, um, Prince Andrew, he might not be going face forward oh, on the camera God, no, and saying what no. happened. He might be more so in he's hiding. Hiding in oh, at he is hiding? Okay. Well, so, I mean, is he technically, he's not going to say I'm in hiding. It right. appears that way. Okay. It appears that way from the, at the outside looking in that he's gone into hiding. Okay. So it would just be another way if, if you're listening and you're saying, um, I have a 27 degree Scorpio sun or a moon, mm-hmm. it could show you, give you a little more insight on how you're playing it out. Are you playing mm-hmm. out in a very public sphere or are you playing out in a very private sphere? Yeah. I kind of interrupted you earlier with that thought is that, cause we don't want people to think, oh my God, what terrible thing is going to happen to me. That's right. That's what I was concerned right. like, of when we started you know, talking about war. That we're there. I'm going to have a big war with my family or family fallout with my workplace. Not necessarily. No, public personas have huge stories. Yes. Because we've given them power. Correct. We buy tickets, we buy their books, we give them our vote. And that does matter. Yeah. So just for the Hey, I don't want to say average person, but for the average person, if you know 27 Taurus or any of the, any of the angles to that mm-hmm. are significant in your chart, then yeah, you have to have something maybe more public, more factual. Yeah. So maybe just an example would be that you started a relationship in October of 2002. Yeah. You know, I might be curious, how is that relationship feeling right now? Right. Now that could be, oh, we're actually getting our vows renewed. Yes. Okay? Like, it could be. Or it could be, you know what, we are. We, yeah, someone's going into rehab and, or, you know, someone we've had to go to marriage counseling. You know, there's yeah. all sorts of, or yeah, we're kind of in a rocky road right now. Yeah. It, it could be any of those things. It's just the, the eclipse shows you mm-hmm. the status of what's going on. Now yeah. it would be if someone started a job then a career that yeah too. that could be a i'm retiring yeah it could be a retiring <laughs> energy could be one of you know i'm moving to a different department absolutely um i know we had a couple other people that maybe we we're going to cover but why don't we talk oh, about can i say okay. one more thing about biden's this is personal for him uh i would say this to any client a lunar eclipse hitting an angle of their chart i would say "Ooh, how's your health Mm-hmm. I would say that. Yeah. I would say if you're in good health, okay, I'm pretty, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> but if you already know that you have X, Y, Z all going on, then not so good. Yeah. This is not a good time if someone actually is struggling already physically. Health-wise. Health-wise. Yeah. yeah. Not a good energy. Yeah. So you need extra care. So I think that's the biggest sensitivity concern here is his health. Absolutely. It's vitality because you came close to saying that you didn't. The sun, oh, the, the sun is the vitality of the individual True. and a lunar eclipse can really zap that. Yeah. Yeah. 
So when we look into the insights of this eclipse, the degree that it's setting off, mm-hmm. a couple things that come up. Um, one, I think the one that you wanted to highlight was the sensitivity in selling out, you know, one's oh, honor. Yes, yes. And I think uh, there's a lot of people that are discussing that with us pulling out. Of Afghanistan. Uh, right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, really Losi- Losing face. The country losing face. That is, and again, just to make that clear, that's 27 degrees Taurus. The eclipse is at that. So there could be stories where someone feels like I'm losing face. If I make this decision, I'm, I'm less than. Mm-hmm. I haven't achieved what I thought I was going to achieve. So those could be universal themes bleeding into everyone's life. But Correct. collectively, those of us here in this country, we may be thinking, oh, that's Afghanistan. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Right. But there's dozens of other topics that Absolutely. could be, obviously. Yeah. Other things that this degree brings up is about um, being sensitive to uh, market pricing. Mm-hmm. Oh, hasn't that been going on? Yeah. Um, investments, people questioning your values or the value of things. Mm-hmm. Of course, we have seen an uptick in that with just things like gas prices. Right. Um, I'm... I hope I said it. Shrinkflation is a word yeah, that I just learned about that, yeah. um, that this new week. New term for me, but I know what it is. Yeah, <laughs> shrinkflation. So the idea of sm- portion sizes getting smaller, but prices going up. Mm-hmm. So it is just interesting. I know these aren't things that we've never been concerned about before, but it would be interesting to go back to 2002 mm-hmm. and also then look, were we, were we experiencing shrinkflation? Were we experiencing really mm-hmm. high gas prices? Were we going through a very similar... Um, point then because this energy was being activated at that time as well that's right yeah i should have done that look up gas prices from 2002 oh yeah (laughs) i suspect they were a little on the higher side yeah after 9-11 true right uh but more insight into that degree is oftentimes about the idea of um, separations separations Mm -hmm. and uh whatever is a a limiting circumstance i've outgrown it i can no longer afford this this is not me time for me to move on time for me to step up it's a new chapter yeah so when we're talking to clients about this chart they're you know one of the first things that we put in this degree is returning to home that's true returning and to home. again that's if we were just talking to yeah, you know anyone yeah, listening yeah. right on the phone so meaning, it's meaning who you are who right. you truly are on a deeper level I've seen clients move back into their childhood homes under this energy. I have too. I have seen them go back to where they were born, you know, move back. Or move back to a city or state where they were born. Um, So it is just really interesting then to look at that on the big side of, you know, even just pulling our soldiers back out and returning them to home. Again, we like to read it on the positive side. Hearing this story, that's... Well, and also what what the story is, getting people out of a country and getting them to their new safe home. Right. Right. That's the whole, that really is the big mission. I, this is, that's the only reason we're there now is to pull people out that need to get out. Correct. Or that want to get out, I should say, maybe. Right. So when you're thinking about this from your standpoint, these are just some things that you might be, feel like they resonate in your life and the circumstances that you're going through. Oh, yes. Water these down. Water them down to the idea of what place do you no longer feel comfortable attending, mm-hmm. going to, the group of people. What, what do you feel like? I'm just pretending. I don't enjoy this. I don't enjoy that group anymore. I'm, you know, I feel awkward. How do I pull out? When's that market pricing? If you're self-employed, you might be reconsidering prices. Um, we actually just were in a conversation last night with someone about 
Are my prices correct? Do I feel good after leaving these appointments with what I'm paying? Mm -hmm. Um, Let's go into the dates that would be most affected just by going off of their son. Yes, yes. And because we're talking, again, the and it, by the way, we should have said it earlier, this is a partial eclipse, mm-hmm. partial. Uh, the one in May was a total. Yeah. Okay, so generally the thought is that this is not as strong as the one in May. So, but again, it's I would not overlook it just because it's sure. a partial. So we know, obviously, um, that those in Taurus between May 16th and 20th birthdays. So the 16th, the 17th, the 18th, the 19th, the 20th of May. That's activating your son. That is activating your identity. And we never spoke about this yet, but we need to insert this, that concept of an eclipse. Sometimes something eclipses. Uh, You think you know what's going to happen, and then it gets eclipsed at the last minute. Oh, that's right. We didn't give that example. Back in May, I gave that example. I'm on the way to a party. I'm in a car accident. Well, all of a sudden, the party just got eclipsed by the fact that I'm, oh, my car is being towed, and I'm taking care of that now. So the idea of oftentimes there's, I don't know, you know, I wish I could get better at saying, you know, are you going to have an actual eclipse? Is the event going to happen? Or is it going to be eclipsed by another version of the story? Right. Uh, but it's amazing. About 50-50, you know, people have these stories where, oh, my God, there's a twist at the end, plot twist. Right. You know, well, I can go back years ago with, with Bill and took a, it took a great position. He was very thrilled about it, got into the position, and then within 30 days, oh, we want you to do this as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that was another location. He had, to, he had an extended long work day, same pay. The point was, it got eclipsed at the last minute. He thought he was in. I'm safe. This is great. Then all of a sudden, a twist came, and for the next year, he had to do this double duty thing. Yeah, well, that's worrisome when you think about what would just happen about us pulling out if there will be something that eclipses that move. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, next, let's talk about Scorpios born between November 19th to November 21st. This eclipse will be opposing your sun. Um, and we also have to talk about... Just like Biden. Just like Biden, yep. We'll have to talk about Leos born August 20th to August 22nd. It will be squaring. And lastly... Aquarians born between February 15th and February 17th, it will also be squaring your son. Right. So those dates will probably be the most sensitive in regards to right. hitting a per, hitting your son. And if you're one day off from any of those dates, you're, you're there. I, we just try to get into the ones that are right, you know, sitting right dead square in the middle of the road. They're the ones that are going to get hit by this and they're going to feel it. So, you know, it's all in degrees. Right. right. So other things, again, if you know your chart, I would look for your moon. I would look for your ascendant um, and probably look. What house? What house is it happening in? What area? Those fourth and tenth house cusps. Mm -hmm. Um, Next, we're going to talk some solar astrology and talk about how um, it will be affecting each of the signs. So we're going to be talking about them in um, on the axes. So we're going to put. Uh, um, Aries and Libra together. Yeah. So activating the solar second and eighth house of your chart so we would think there would be themes around money money security assets right so money showing up a positive thing could be oh my our house is closing we're buying the house we're going to have security and then so there's good things oh that's a done deal all the papers are signed it's a done deal the financing went through so we have that side but also we have people on the other side going oh my god do i need to file bankruptcy yeah oh it's becoming very evident that i do yep so this is kind of, it's a test. It's a test that shows you where you're at. Uh, and I would say also with that, um, 
focus there on the uh, second and eighth houses uh, for Aries and Libra. There could be focus on love as well, love, mm -hmm. particularly sexual relationships. Yeah, a lot of pro pro uh, indicators. Okay. Indicators. Next, we'll talk about Taurus and Scorpio. So activating your first and seventh house axis. This is great for themes about identity. Who am I? Who am I? How am I showing up? Who am I showing up with? Yeah. Yeah. That True. whole thing of, you know, do you want to go? Do you want to be part of that anymore? And partnerships means also your work, your work circle, the team yep. gets involved there, as well as just the obvious partnerships we think of with long-term friendships, uh, marriage partners, live-ins, things of that nature. A lot of focus there. Yep. Uh, next, let's talk about Geminis and Sagittarius activating the 12th, 6th house axis. Mm -hmm. This is, um, I would think, put a lot of focus on mental and emotional health. A lot. So if you're just thinking, I need to talk to someone, I bet you do. Right. Right. <laughs> right. I bet you do. I bet you should seek out a support group. You should support at least a self-help book. You know, you need to reach out. Yep. Talk something out with somebody. Um, and also, this is just the work arena. Questioning that work arena. Uh, again, maybe now seeing something that you've never seen before, something becoming so obvious. And it also may be a great time if you were looking for something. If you were looking for something, then you find it. The idea of the lunar eclipse, you know, you can see things. You, things are obvious. Yep. What's the next step? Yep. Next, let's talk about Cancer and Capricorn. Uh, we should activate in the solar fifth house, 11th house. Um, themes of groups, identities. Yeah, how to play in groups, how to play well in groups, how to work well in groups. Uh, and, you know, that's hard. I don't know, right. right? Because there's a need for everyone to have an identity, stand out, be different, be unique. What do I bring to the team? I was just listening to something uh, this morning about Zoom meetings. And by oh. attending a meeting, they said you're handing off your power to whoever, whoever's running the meeting. And that's mm -hmm. why those Zoom meetings are so draining, probably any meeting, because okay. unless you, you know, uh, that's why we oftentimes have people who step up and hog the meeting, okay. you know, it, because there's a need, it's suppression of identity when you oh, go into those meetings. And it's a psychological thing, but I couldn't help it applies in this case where I need to stand out. Yeah. I need to be seen. So yeah. there could be a lot of issues about competition and are you, are you being seen in the group? Do I need to join a new group? Do I need to just exit this group? Yeah, it's like just having exhausting experiences within the collective. Yeah. Of like, I don't necessarily belong here or. Yeah. Um, and then too, we have to talk about that fifth house too, just a little bit like standing out, finding new stages, finding yeah. oh, new ways. Oh, and children, that... by the way, children would be a good topic as well. Yeah. Focus on a child. Yep. Yeah. Uh, next, let's talk about Leo Aquarius activating fourth, 10th house. Um, houses, I would think themes of reputation and home issues. Right. So I would think this would be the easiest axis, Leo, Aquarius, because you're going to see it. Yeah. You're going to see a shift, an identity change, an opportunity to do something different, something you can, oh yeah, I've done that. I, oh yes, I've, I've been chosen to do that. And home issues. Oh, some improvement in the home environment, some upgrade that's happened in the house. Um, I find that the least threatening, but again, I'm sure there's someone out there that'll be surprised well, yeah. by a change in their reputation or a change in the company they work for, the leadership, and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, with repercussions on them. Yeah, well, and I was going to say, when things are being eclipsed by something, it could think, oh, I have that in the bag. I have oh, that. Oh, yes. Um, that 
that job, that new title. Yeah, yeah just like Bill, you know. Yeah. Yeah, 2002, where, where he, he thought he was in. He thought this was great. And then all of a sudden, oh. It might not be what. Oh, not quite as great as yeah. I thought it was going to so. be. But in the end, it turned out great. But again, he had to put up with a year of, oh. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> oh. Right. Right. Um, and then last, we have Virgo and Pisces activating the solar uh, third and ninth. So we would put themes around proving proving yourself. Yeah, proving, proving, can I do this? And either being thrown into something new I've never done before and proving I'm up for it, I can, I can handle it. Uh, this can also be a lot about the technical things of the paperwork, um, the, the licensing, the approval, the accreditation. Uh, yeah. Am I good enough? Oh my gosh, a lot of focus. I would think any travel might be eclipsed by something. Again, both car travel or plane travel. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah, Yeah. change of itinerary, leaving early, staying late, planes, cancellation, planes, itineraries. Um, We did just want to leave you guys with some famous uh, May 17th birthdays. So this would be uh, where we would see the exact... Lunar this eclipse. is exact, right? And again, this is just, we're throwing it out there. We have no idea. I, I had difficulty recognizing a lot of the names okay. from May 17th, but I did recognize Derek Howe, the dancer. He came out of uh, the Las Vegas Academy of Performing Arts that you attended. Okay. Right? Um, uh, but anyhow, we'll see, keep him in, uh, see if we pop, see him with the story popping up in the news here over the next 90 days. Yep. We also might think about Tina Fey. Oh, yeah. What is she up to? Yeah. Is there, I don't even know. Does she have a movie coming out? Something could be be coming out here as we go into the fall. Yeah, but Maybe no. she's going to be in a holiday movie or something. I don't well, know. Maybe. I'm making things yeah, up. Right. I, don't, you know, I don't know. But, you know, something is coming, happening for her. And I wanted to bring up John Paul II. Now, here's a case. Never talked about this. He's dead. Yeah. Obviously, he died, you know, quite a few years ago now. But even their, their charts continue. Yes. So there could be something coming up about John Paul II. Like a memorial for him or a cause in his name. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it could be dirt as well. Oh, that's you know, true. It could be, oh, this was what he that's really true. was doing. You know, I mean, you, don't, you just don't know. But it, I like to say that what shows on the lunar eclipse is true. Correct. I think we need to do an episode of just people that have passed away and how their charts live on. I think we've yeah. we talk- talked about that before. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, and then the last one would be the DJ Marshmallow. Yeah. Also has um, a May 17th birthday. Yeah. Okay, um, that concludes our talk today on the lunar eclipse. Again, that happens on November 19th. So we are in that window to start seeing things show up. Um, if you are interested in becoming one of our sponsors, feel free to reach out to us um, through our website or social media. And we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.